Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Graceless. Graceless has come out all guns blazing with the album Chance from Purgatory. This dub metal band has produced an absolute masterpiece. I had the absolute pleasure of speaking with them on this amazing album. And here is my interview with Graceless. Hi, friend. Hey, Robert. How are you? Great. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Uh, you're very welcome. Thank you for thinking about us. Appreciate how was the, how was the recording process for Chance from Purgatory? The recording process was fairly easy, to be honest. We recorded it in a bit over a week. So all instruments and vocals, which is not bad. But it was a really relaxed studio, which means uh, if you're comfortable, you get to do a lot of work. You feel good, then things go uh, go quickly. It was a lot of fun, mainly. That's great. One of the tracks I wanted to ask you about was the last track on the CD, um, Time Has Come For Us All. I wanted to know if you could speak on that one. Uh, time Has Come For Us All. Yeah, it's always a bit difficult to explain all the details when it comes to the lyrics, and it kind of says it all the title, really. But it's it's one of our doomier tracks. It's a little bit slower, uh, a bit depressive, even. Uh, I think uh, the music came about when uh, when we really wanted something that they kind of felt like we were meaning what we're playing, which we always mean. But some songs have a bit hit a bit harder than others, and the lyrics really deal with uh, yeah, we're we're nearing the end. If we go on like this, we need to make some changes as uh, as a species, probably. And, uh, I think the last line of the, of the song kind of summarizes how we feel about that, what we need to improve. So that's a good, uh, that, that, that might be a good cliffhanger, right? For people to go and listen to to make sure that they figure out what we mean. Sure. And, uh, and I think it's a very, very strong song. Another one of my favorites is uh, Nectophilia. Yeah, that's about being happy in the dark, and loving the dark, or being happy when, uh, when things don't go your way, or might, or being happy in, in depressed. So, taking a preference towards darkness uh, compared to light, which is not really who we are, but we've all had these moments in life, I think. Sure. And I wanted to ask you, now that you know my two favorite tracks. <laughs> If you could pick your favorite tracks, what the, would they be? Wow. Uh, I, I, I do like Nick Tafili as well. I think that is a really good, really fun track. And Giants is kind of our uh, statement to go to war as, uh, as, as brothers in metal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're going to take over the world. And it's the opening track. And it's one that was really—it's—it's it's a really fun, fun song to play. It's high energy, a lot of power in there. So those two are probably my favorites. But that can change in a few weeks' time, or if we start playing the songs a bit more live. Some work better, and some don't work that good live. So that—that that might be a bit different if you ask me uh, in a few months' time. And I also wanted to ask you if you could speak on the album artwork and the artist that was involved. Yeah. So the art. That was a that was a bit of a hustle, to be honest. Uh, the artist is actually from Ukraine, 
and he started working on the artwork before that war happened, but it wasn't finished yet. So he had to flee the country and uh, move to, uh, I think he fled towards Turkey first or something like that. Uh, it was uh, complex to keep in touch with him. He eventually did manage to complete the artwork, which was really great. And we're really happy what he did. It's supposed to, uh, our vision was was about something like, uh, like time has come for us all. So the ending is coming for us. And here it is combined with, with peace coming from purgatory in a sort of vortex kind of way. And he really managed mm -hmm. to capture that vibe. So we're really happy with that. Yeah, I think it's a great piece of work. Thank you. I also, <laughs> I also wanted to ask you, um, um, we spoke of, of, you know, then time has come for us all um, based upon what's going on now. Are your, a lot of your inspirations lyrically uh, based upon things that are going on in the world? They are, but more on a personal level. Right, so um, we're not really that much into singing about the general state of the world, even though it's in there, but it's more of how it affects us. So we've all had good and bad times. Uh, and when we, when, we, when we describe these things that we're going through, of course, a bit general because we don't have to put your private life out there completely. But it's it's so it's about personal suffering or happiness or going to war with friends, mm -hmm. uh, and and how that affects us and maybe if we're lucky someone else as well that feels the same way and can relate. And what can fans look for next? Will there be a tour? Uh, hopefully, we're working things out right now. It's a bit difficult. The live circuit is not doing that great uh, with a big recession coming up. So it's really, really expensive to travel at the moment. It also makes it difficult to go places with an entire band and crew. But there are things coming up. And I think in a few weeks' time, we'll, uh, we'll announce those on our social medias. Excellent. And I wanted to also ask you, if you could take me back in time and tell me how the band formed. So three of us, which is Mark, the drummer, and Emko, who uh, sings and plays guitars, and myself, we've been playing together for over 25 years in different bands. Wow. Uh, we had a different singer. Uh, we used to play in a band called Xenomorph and one called Neil Gorm Massacre. And when Neil Gorm Massacre imploded, uh, to be honest, most of us thought, that's it. We're going to do something else, make some different music. We kind of stuck together with the three of us. Uh, others went away. We figured, that it's, this is too much fun to stop doing this. Uh, Kreft, vocalist and guitar player, said, I'll, I'll try to sing, which he was surprisingly good at. We didn't know we could do this. <laughs> that was a really a pleasant surprise. Uh, got Bjorn. Got Bjorn in, who's an amazing guitar player, a real uh, bit of a different style when he got started, but he fitted in perfectly. So, yeah, it was a long run, but the difference now between Graceless and the other bands is that uh, the other bands, we really like doing it, but no one else really did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Graceless, uh, others seem to respond as well, which is, which is even more fun, of course. 
And I wanted to ask you personally, at what age did your musical journey begin? Uh, uh, I think it began when I was in high school with, uh, with what was hot back then. You had the Guns N' Roses and Metallica that were, they were really big. Metallica had the Black Album and Guns N' Roses had Appetite for Destruction out, which are two very popular albums. Mm-hmm. And we had someone in the neighborhood that gave me a, gave me a few cassette tapes. With uh, One was, I think, Bolt Thrower for Victory. Ah. Still one of my favorites after all these yeah. years. And uh, Ancient Rites, Belgian band, which is really cool black metal. And that was it, really. So once hearing these things, I was I was hooked. It's like a bug, right? If you get it, you'll never you'll never let go. Sure. And uh, what's the best advice you've been given along your musical journey? What I've been given, or what I can give? Um, both. Both. All right. So uh, another Dutch band who, uh, who we've been around for for uh, we've been around for a long time and really successful. They told us. Uh, Make your life easy. Make it simple. So travel light. Don't bring a lot of gear. Don't rely on a lot of gear. Make sure you uh, the gear that you bring is really easy to use, really easy to play. And don't worry about your sound too much. Just get a great sound guy. So we did that. That makes a really big difference, right? So, so mm-hmm. we, do, we don't need to rent six vans. We can travel in a car. And that... Uh, and if the less gear you bring, the less probability of things breaking. Sure. So that's really uh, no computers, no uh, 16 pedals for an instrument. It's really just a guitar plugged straight into an amp. That's it. And it works. So that was great advice that we were given. And the advice that I can give is uh, get people around you who are supportive and who like what you do and who really want to be part of what you do don't uh, don't deal with labels that that just want money or that are just interested in 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 uh, a product deal with a label that really likes heavy metal and the music sure and, and someone doesn't want to steal your music i never never sell your music we didn't do that either so. yes so remain owner of your own tunes just give someone the rights to reproduce so copyrights, you can you can lend those out, but never sell these. Things. Always keep them. Uh, always keep be the owner of what you create. It's only fair, right? That's right. You should be the owner of your podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. I wanted. To, um, you spoke briefly about the metal scene there. I wanted to know: uh, Did COVID have a lot to do with the metal scene there? And uh, and uh, how it's been hard to get gigs. Uh, during COVID, of course, everything stopped. Everything was down, like everywhere, I think. Uh, we did a few of those streaming sessions, and then when things became a bit easier, you had those sit-down gigs. So that was really weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> this big room would normally be filled with people, and that was filled with people sitting on behind a table. And that... It's, it's better than nothing, but that doesn't really work, of course. Uh, nowadays, it's it's picking up still. Uh, there's still a lot of bands that, that have to cancel due to other band members being sick or just the high costs. You know, I think that that's a real problem right now with uh, a lot of venues 
struggling to pay their electricity bills. Sure. Sure. And, uh, you know, the states was hit as well. My area in Ohio, uh, clubs had to close because uh, you can't uh, pay rent when no one's coming. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, yeah, government was able to help most of the clubs through the corona times. Of course, they did lose money. Right? They couldn't get, they couldn't pay all the bills uh, completely. So I think most of them survived. But now that they have those high energy bills and, and inflation, that, that's up to I think, 16 or 17 percent. So uh, people can also just not afford to go as many gigs as they used to. It's really expensive. Huh? Uh, and combined with high cost, I'm really, uh, really hoping most most clubs and venues uh, stick in there and, and run this one out as well. But it's, it, they don't have it easy right now, so we need to be a bit supportive to all the venues. So go out and see bands. Absolutely, and that's the best way to support a band is to get out there and participate and enjoy the fun of what metal is. Exactly. I mean, metal is really alive. Kind of. it's, it's cool to listen at home, which I enjoy and kind of addicted to uh, playing metal, which drives my family nuts sometimes. But <laughs> it's really music to experience live. That's sure. it. You should feel it. Eh? To be loud and you should be shaking by, uh, by blast beats and, and heavy bass sounds. And, and somebody really sweaty should be standing next to you a bit closer than you actually like to. <laughs> it's all part of the experience. Absolutely. And I also want to ask you, um, in your spare time, do you have any hobbies beyond music that you like to enjoy in your spare time? Uh, we have a family with kids, so that takes. there's not that much spare time left. But if we do have some spare time, I'm Dutch, so we really like uh, football, or I think you guys call it soccer. Mm -hmm. Everyone likes that over here. Uh, yeah, going out with friends, having fun. I think that's uh, almost a normal good life thing. So what do you do there? Um, well, I, I'll tell you what. Uh, most of my time is spent with music because I, I try to review and go over around 20 albums a week. Wow. So when I'm not working, uh, my regular job, I'm reviewing albums, and uh, that's how I came across yours. And yours is absolutely amazing, top to bottom. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Wow, especially for someone who reviews that many albums, I consider that a really big compliment. So, so what else? Uh, what else did you find lately? Um, well, one band that uh, uh, recently I posted that I liked a lot was the new Silent Night album. I haven't heard I that. That's very good. And a band called The Rockets came out with a new one that's really good. Um, Black Mint has a new one. And I'm still uh, in human condition. I uh, released one a while ago, and I'm still uh, plugging that in all the time. Yeah, it must be uh, difficult to keep track because there's so much good stuff out there, right? Oh, sir. One thing that did come good out of uh, the, lo the lockdowns and everything is some of the best metal albums that have ever been put together have been released in the past two years. Yeah, I think that's happened to us as well. We just have a bit more time. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's easy for bands to get caught up in 
touring and spending a short amount of time in the studio and getting back to the road. And uh, when bands had time to focus and uh, put all their time into their projects, these albums have been absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that might have happened to us as well. So, so you have that normal album tour, album tour, album tour cycle. <laughs> so you record something, you release it, then you go on tour, and then you start the entire process over again. It might have been good for a lot of albums. I think you're right that, that bands came out of that normal ways of working really have over over the amount of time to uh, to focus on new stuff. Sure. And I also want to ask you, what's the best way to get merchandise from the band? Uh, our band camp always works. Uh, you can look at the label, but the main place where we do that is via Bandcamp. I think it's uh, graceless.deathmetal at Bandcamp or something like that. You can order it, then you get it straight from the band. There are a lot, there are some other resources where you can get these, but hey, if you're like me, then you always like to order straight from the from the band, so the band gets most out of it. Sure, absolutely, and I think that's vital in these times because. Uh... You know, bands need the support, and uh, it's a uh, unfortunate. It's a work of passion, but it is a business just as well. And uh, in order to help bands right now, the best thing metal fans can do is do what they've been doing uh, more than any other group, and that is buy the album, get the physical copy, um, go see the band live, and I think. Uh, we're lucky and uh, should be very proud to be a part of the of a genre that has the best fans in all of music. Oh, I completely agree. So if, if you speak to musicians from other genres, uh, then their album sales have been down and down and down for many years. Uh, if they couldn't play live, means no income whatsoever from music. For the metal scene, that's a bit different. We still have... We still have real, real pe pe people who are dedicated to the music. And they buy vinyl, they buy CDs, they buy T-shirts. And that really helps bands out. Uh, if, if we wanted to do it for the money, then we probably should have done something different, a different hobby or a different uh, kind of music. Because <laughs> no one's getting rich from death metal. Uh, just about no one. Man. There might be a few lucky ones out there, but it's a really small group. So if people do support that, then that just helps to keep the circus on the road. Sure. And that, that's really great. But, but, but again, we've been so lucky within the metal scene. And yeah, we try to join that as well. Huh? So, so we buy merch. We, we, buy, uh, we can trade a lot with different bands sometimes. We make sure that we, are, we support the acts that we really love as well. Yes, I think that's, uh, that's the greatest part of it all. Um, the the community, the family, um, it's something that is uh, very special. And and as we talked before, you're going to feel it the best when you go see it live. Yeah. Because you're among friends, you're among family. Uh, you, have to have, uh, you, have to, you have to really put in an effort if you want to get into a fight at a real metal show. Yes. That's not an easy thing to do. I haven't tried, to be honest, but... <laughs> I've been to many, many, many shows, uh, really across Europe, and and all of them have been always having great fun. 
And uh, lastly, I wanted to ask you, speaking of the fans, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Thank you. Most of all, thank you. We're so grateful that the reception that, that our new album had was amazing. It's beyond all expectations. Uh, it's such an honor when, when you meet people who said that songs mean something to them. Because they mean something to us, but you're never sure if someone else can feel the same way or can get that out of it. So we're just overall so grateful for everything they've given to us, for everyone who shows up to a show or buys buys the album or doesn't doesn't buy it and just listens to it and appreciates it. That's just amazing to us. So if, if, if there's anything I can tell them, then it's really thank you so much. Well, I'd like to thank you for delivering such an amazing album and for <laughs> taking time to speak with me today. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having us. For, I uh, love giving I some love, attention to the band. I'd love to see you in the states. You would love to go there. I, I think it's a bit different, bit difficult with work permits, or you need to lie to the custom agency or something like that. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see when it happens. We would love to come there. Well, until then, I hope you will keep me updated on any new news as it comes about. We'll do. We'll do, and. uh Maybe someday we'll have a beer at the bar uh, if we make it over there. Absolutely. Or, or you're going to have to come to the Netherlands. Yes, which I would love to do. <laughs> you're very welcome. Let, let us know. Your land is <laughs> your land is beautiful. Uh, we, we do like it. Yeah, we're happy with it. It's, it's very hollow and flat, but that's just how, how we like it. <laughs> well, I wanted to thank you again and... Uh, I hope to talk to you again real soon, and you have a great rest of your day, my friend. You have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much, and uh, hey, hope you enjoy the album a bit more. And maybe we'll talk some other time. All right, cheers. Cheers. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button, and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.